0: This morning we're talking about uh, really a difficult subject, we're talking about God's judgment, and uh, we'll unpack this as the day goes on, but uh, as I was thinking about his mercy and how that was paid for us at the foot of the cross, uh, justice is a principle that's woven into the very integrity of what's right, justice. Justice. Our hearts seek it in this world. Our criminal system offers us the chance at justice, but rarely is justice truly done. There's something inside the heart of every human being that has a longing for justice. We get that. We understand Max's frustration with the lack of justice. But often we misunderstand God's role in that pack that a little bit this way. Uh, we just came to a season in Oklahoma that many of us are familiar with. It was fire season. You remember We are starting to get a little rain, thank God, but it's been very, very dry. And, and we Okies understand what a grass fire is like. You know, it is, a, it is a ferocious, fast-moving wave that just can go through acres at a time, especially in Oklahoma wind, right? And I heard the story once of these these hunters that had been out, and, uh, uh, and as, as the morning started to, to, to dawn, uh, they realized that some of the darkness around them was not clouds, it was actually smoke. And then they saw the flames approaching in the distance, and it was dry, and it was windy, and, and the front line of that fire was moving at a pace. And, and and when they saw it coming, they first jumped up and started running with their gear trying to get back to their trucks that were several miles away. And one of them finally said, No, this isn't going to work. We've got to stop. This fire is moving much faster than we are. There's no way we'll ever get to our trucks. And he said, Well, what do you mean? We're wasting time. What will we do? And the fellow pulled out a lighter. And he said, This is what we'll do. And right there in the dry grass around them, he started lighting the grass. and it the hole just built up and, and they backed up and backed up and backed up until finally they jumped that fire line and got into that circle where it had already been burned. And then they they felt the roar of the of the grass fire coming towards them. And as it came, they got down in that burned out place and that fire just went all around them and just kept going. Jesus is that burned out place where if the world is right and if justice must come then none of us can escape it but in Jesus we've been given a place where that justice has already been poured out so completely that there is nothing left to burn in Jesus Christ for those who are in Jesus Christ there is no condemnation and so in Christ fires of justice don't touch now we can explain that in, in conceptual ways but if this morning you're struggling with trusting the heart enough the heart of God and I get that i am praying for you that this morning somewhere you will sense a tangible touch of the reality of his love to trust that he would do something like that for you You know, it could just be wishful thinking. It could be just another philosophy. But in Christianity, we see something that we don't see in any other human philosophy. It's not just human beings wishing so. It's God showing us so. Historically, came. And Jesus knew that somehow each of our hearts would need to, to touch, to find tangible reality of his love and mercy for us. This is my body, broken for you. He knew somehow, 2,000 years ago, that here today, we would need the touch of his love. The reality of that mercy, not just conceptually, but but personally made real, it's for you. It can touch your life right where you are. Her name was Dorothy. She always sat in the back of the class. She had her reasons. It was a it was a speech class, an introductory speech class, and there was a brand new teacher. And the teacher came in and said, I've got two questions for you today. I'd like to hear from each of you. And that is, name name one thing about yourself that you like and one thing about yourself that you don't like. And the, the teacher was personable and he went from seat to seat and heard from the kids and congratulated them for expressing themselves. He worked through the class, finally to the back where Dorothy always sat and her red hair, long red hair, and she would sit leaning forward so her hair just kind of enshrouded her. And he asked Dorothy the question, and Dorothy didn't respond. She didn't look up. She didn't say a word. Gently, he sat down by Dorothy, trying to assure her that it was okay, that she could talk. He asked the questions again. She didn't respond. He reached over and just touched her arm. And from where she was, she took her red hair pulled it back, and as she did, on one whole side of her face, as red as her hair, was a a birthmark that just took this side of her face. And as she pulled it back, she said, well, I guess you see what I don't like about myself. And at that moment, that teacher did something that he was touching her arm, Leaned close and kissed her right there on that birthmark. And he said, that's okay, honey. God and I think you're beautiful. And something about that touch broke her. She started weeping uncontrollably. She wept for 15 minutes. Her friends in the class gathered around her. It was a holy moment. No one knew quite what to do until finally she gathered herself and she spoke. You know, my... She said, I've longed all my life for that touch and for someone to say that and to mean it. She said, even my own mom can't bring herself to touch my face. You know, sometimes our wounds are deep. And sometimes they come from those who could not touch, who could not speak, who could not express, who left our hearts broken, and dry, and empty. But here's a touch. Here's a touch from the one who walked this earth and went to that cross loving you. And I pray this morning as you come for this tangible symbol of his love in your life that something about this morning will touch you that will move beyond the conceptual. And this morning as you partake of this symbol that reminds us not just of his great sacrifice, not just of his satisfying of justice, but mostly of his great love. But however that touch, that made tangible love is needed in your life, God will make it so. Because all this, be certain he did for you on the night that he gave himself up for us. Our Lord gave thanks to you, our Father. And he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples. And he said, take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, and he gave it to his disciples. And he said, take and drink from this, all of you. For so this is the cup, the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread. And that they may enact what they signify. Your covenant, love, forgiveness, and sacrifice for us. God we pray that the touch your touch through them would be made real in our own hearts that we could believe the truth that Papa is very fond of us that we could believe and know know not just because of what we wish but because of what you have done that we are the beloved of God we thank you for Jesus that certain testimony to each of us this day, and today we remember him, even as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, Lord,